Hi, welcome to Lead with Love podcast. I'm your host, Christy, and I am super thrilled to be sharing conscious content that I know will be a game changer for you in your life. Every aspect of our journey requires growth for change so that we can evolve into our best selves. And in each one of these episodes, we're going to lead with the intention to water our souls, feed our minds, and inspire ourselves to love more and deeper. It's so important that we begin to love where we've been, love where we are, and love where we are growing. So I, I'm here in Maui, Hawaii, and uh, my son's moving here, and uh, they make you quarantine for 14 days. That means you can't leave. You can't step foot out on the grass or anything like that. So uh, lots of deep work happening, lots of growth. We have um, some big things happening this week, and, and it's, it's really a beautiful time. It, you know, I, I know it's hard to say that. So many people are struggling right now, and there's people losing their homes in parts of the country, people who are not healthy. Uh, uh, so many things. So people lost their jobs. For those of you that are here right now, you believe that there is a path that's made more clear for you. And sometimes when we are in this journey of life and there's struggles and there's so much energy going around us and, and, and we can't understand, we can't make sense of what's happening in the world, uh, fear can take over. And, you know, we can either work from a state of love or a state of fear and as a teacher, uh, as a spiritual teacher and as a business leader, my, it's my ethical responsibility to help, you know, teach you principles that I've learned throughout my quest, throughout my journey, throughout my life that can help you. They can help you to, to build your castle instead of, you know, uh, let it be destroyed by illusions and thoughts that likely aren't serving you and serving you and your potential. So that's what we're going to do today. And I was called to actually... I felt this calling on my heart for the last year and I ignored it. Okay. And uh, finally I was like, okay, you put me in quarantine so that I do this and uh, I'm listening now. And so my intention is every week just to serve you, to pour my heart into you and, and to teach you what I've learned over the course of my life that have helped me to get to where I am today. But first and foremost, I just want to congratulate you and say, I'm so proud of you for being here. Like there are so many other places that you could be and you chose to be right here working on yourself. So I celebrate you, all right? You, my friend, you are my inspiration. And, and the reason why I love doing this is because when I hear your stories, when I hear how you know the teachings that I share change your life in some way, it's like that's the greatest gift to me in the world is knowing that the ripple of what this does. And I want to remind you that your voice matters. Your voice is so important today, now more than ever. And, and so often we think that our voice is, it doesn't matter, that no one's listening. But you have to know that it does. It's, it's, it's every, every place you go, when you go to the grocery store, when you get on the phone, everything you do, you have the ability to transform with your eyes, with your heart, with your soul, with your frequency, with your love. So, so what we're going to do today is we're really going, I'm going to ask you all to just forget whatever has happened today that has stirred up some type of negative emotion 
that has created turbulence in your energy, in your, in your heart, in your spirit. Maybe you received some negative news. Maybe, you know, you, you've had a bad week, a bad month, a bad year, bad decade. I don't know. Um, but my, my hope is that you're going to leave this call today. My prayer is that you will leave and you will be changed in some capacity, but you can only be changed if you open up your heart and you're willing to receive. All right. I want you to, I want to ask all of you right now, have you ever experienced any trauma in your life? Any of you, any drama, any past that you're ashamed of? Some of you are thinking, oh my gosh, Christy, if you only knew, if you only knew, are you worried about the future? You know, are you dwelling in the past? I really want to encourage you to, um, take a look at maybe your past differently. You know, I want to encourage you to look at it as a gift and it has led you to right where you are and right where you're supposed to be. Okay. And understanding that people like myself or other people that you look up to, whether it's the books you read or the mentors in your life, they share their stories vulnerably with you um, because they've overcome the odds and they've been able to say, you can too. All right, so I wanna make it very clear that there's nothing special about me. There's nothing unique about me. What all, your rec rec all you can see right now is this woman who had a desire and a craving to become more, all right? And because of that desire and that craving, I sought out people that could teach me, just like you're see seeking right now. You're seeking, you're hungry, you're hungry. And hunger is everything. Complacency is the death of the soul. But when you're hungry, you can create and you can generate the most incredible life. And, and, and I am telling you that I wouldn't put this training on if I didn't believe with 100% certainty that you have the magic inside of you already. My story is one of very humble beginnings. My, um, my mother had me at 15. We lived in a car behind a pizza hut off and on. My, I had fathers who were drug addictive and abusive. Um, there were many times I remember digging for cans with my mom out of a trash can. And, you know, I would actually do it excitedly. You know, I thought this is so much fun. And we put them in, you know, in pillowcases and take it to the grocery store and turn it in for, you know, for change. And that's how we would put gas in the car, or how we would eat or, or whatnot. But you know, there were some pretty traumatic things that actually occurred, you know, um, as I was as I was getting older. And around seven, I had a really big, big, big thing happen in my life. And um, I had remembered, I'd find my mother wound up marrying the manager of the Pizza Hut. I know it sounds like a Lifetime movie, um, but uh, she married him and uh, he, he didn't wind up to be a very good human being. But I'm grateful for everything that happened because what happened through that experience, it made me be hungry. It made me grind. It made me want more. So those people that are in your past that, that maybe created a darkness within you, I know this might be a challenge. And, but if you understood the blessing in that, because it's really helped you to create that grind and that hunger you have right now to even be on this call. Do you know how many people in the world right now are sitting and watching Netflix and they're not here and you are? I like that is huge. That is so huge. And so so those people, those, you know, that pushed us maybe into the dark night of the soul 
are such a treasure. And so I look now, now at the time when I had this abusive uh, situation, I didn't think it was great. I thought I got to get out. And, um, and, and so I'll never forget this moment when I, my mother had to go to work and, um, and she left me there with him and my sister. She was sleeping upstairs. I had a little bitty black and white TV with aluminum foil on the antenna. Anybody remember this? Am I telling my age now? Okay. Uh, yeah. And, um, and so downstairs there was cocaine everywhere. There was drugs and all kinds of drugs and alcohol. And, and he was partying with his friends and I was upstairs with my sister and she would fall in asleep. And I was watching, um, the, the Miss, uh, Miss America pageant. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. And as I was watching this, I heard this loud crash downstairs and I run downstairs and I, I, I looked to my stepfather and I said, can you please quiet down? Cause you just woke up Carol. And he's like, come here. And I said, no. And he said, come here. And I went to him and he had, you know, pot in his hand and he said, smoke this. And I started crying and I said, no. And he grabbed my neck and he said, smoke this or I'm going to kill you. And so here I was seven years old and I inhaled and I vomited all over the place and he shoved me in my own vomit. And I remember just crying as he was laughing and he told me, clean it up. And, uh, oh gosh, <laughs> it still makes me emotional when I tell that story. <sighs> it's okay. You know, it's okay. Those things go deep, right? Those pains and those traumas. Um, but it was so beautiful because I ran upstairs and I grabbed my baby sister and I held her and I rocked her to sleep. And as I rocked her to sleep, I saw the new Miss America get crowned. And it was in that moment that my whole life changed because I said, you know what, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna save my mother. I'm gonna save my sisters. I'm gonna make a life. So at seven years old, I, I stopped being a kid. And I started, I decided that I was gonna create my life so the reason I share that story with you, there's many, many stories. Many of you have read my, my books, but there's many stories that follow that that, that may have been very challenging. Um, but I, I now, as an adult and as a leader and teacher, I can, I can find the beauty in it. And I can teach from that place of understanding you and your pain. Because many of you have so many darker things that happen to you, or maybe not as dark. It's irrelevant. Emotion is emotion. And when we suffer, it does, it affects us and it affects our confidence. It affects, you know, how we feel and see and how we see ourselves in the world, right? And so I'm here to share with you those stories, not for you to feel bad for what I experienced, but for you to understand, I understand. I know. No matter what it is that you go through, no matter what it is that you might experience in your life, it is all for a purpose for you to step outside of these experiences and become who you're meant to become. All right. And so every adversity and every failure, um, every heartache carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. Napoleon Hill said that. So how many times have you experienced something so traumatic that you felt in the moment was really hard? And then on the other side of it, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that happened. I'm so glad that relationship didn't work out. Oh my gosh, my relationship now is so much better. Oh my God, what was I thinking? What was right? So there's that moment that you know you're being shown. You're being shown 
trust, trust, trust. And it's hard to trust, isn't it, when we feel so much lack or when we're looking at our reality and we're looking at it and we're saying, yeah, well, you know what, Christy, it's easy for you to say that, but you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what's going on around me. It's hard to be happy when this is going on. It's hard to be happy if my, when my health or my, I just lost my family member. I'm here to tell you, the last five years of my life, I have, I lost someone dear to me, very close to me each year in these past five years. Unexpectedly, tragically, I moved across the country, went through a divorce, lost one of my top executives in another country again, went through some really deep, deep stuff, all right? I wasn't asking for it, neither are you. You don't ask for what, what happens. But what we can do is we can choose to respond to what happens into our life instead of reacting. And when you react, the very act of reacting is what's causing you to stay still and to stay stagnant and to continually be in the same place or feel like you're going backwards, all right? So what I want you to do right now, we're, gonna, we're going to, I've got some notes that I'm also referencing here and now. I usually don't like to follow notes, but I have so much information I wanna share with you uh, that I couldn't help but write some notes, okay? So that some of you know that this is usually Christy's style is completely just free and being free here. So we'll see if I even stick to the notes here because you know sometimes I just like, Go a little bit crazy. Um, so here's what I want you to do is I want us to do some healing work right now together. Okay. So for those of you that feel comfortable, I want you to go ahead and I want you to get comfortable and I want you to close your eyes. Okay. Just close your eyes and take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. In through your nose. And out through your mouth. And I just want you to be super present with your body right now. What I'd like for you to do is I want you to go back to that time. Maybe it was recently. Maybe it was in your 20s, 30s, teens, your childhood. And I want you to go back to that, a traumatic event that happened to you that really shaped you. I want you to go back to that time where you were that woman or that man or that little girl or that little boy. I want you to go to the very place where you remember the pain occurring. Maybe it was on the playground. Maybe someone was beating you up and hurting you. Maybe it was you were sexually abused. Maybe it was someone abandoning you. Maybe you made some choices in your life that put you in some really hard situations. I want you to go back to that place, to that part of yourself, and I want you to sit next to you. I want you to put your hand in the hand of that version of you. And as if that version of you is crying, they're afraid and they're scared. 
And I want this version of you today to say to them, I've got you. You're going to be okay. It's going to all work out. It's all going to be okay. I love you. Wait till you see the road before you. Wait till you see how much better it gets. It's going to be safe soon. I just need you to trust. Just trust that I'm here. Just trust you're going to get through this. Just trust that I love you. And you look at that younger version of yourself and they look at you and they put their arms around you. And the tears go away and now they're sitting more confidently and more bravely and more in their courage and now they believe. Now they know that they can get through anything. The tears are dried up and now they're ready. And now what I want you to do is I want you to imagine your 90-year-old self, 100-year-old self. Imagine all the little wrinkles, the hair. How will you be? Will you have a smile on your face? What kind of energy will you bring to the world? I want to see you, that older version of you, walk to you right now. Right now, they're sitting right next to you. Right now, your older version is holding your hand and just took your face and put it into their hands. And the older version of you said, Sis, brother, oh, if you could only see, if you could only see what's in store for you. Oh my gosh, so much abundance and love and light and prosperity and joy awaits you. Please just surrender those fears and those worries and those doubts that you're doing the right thing or that you're worthy enough, that you're good enough. You are so worthy of all of this, my love. I am here to show you that your life is going to be grand. It's going to be so grand. Just trust. Can you surrender and lay down everything that no longer serves you, please? Let's lay it down. Let's lay it down and let's trust together. And your older version gives you a big kiss on the cheek, both cheeks, if you're French or Australian, Canadian or whatever other country you're from that kisses on both sides. And you see your older self walk away. And they give you a wink as they leave. Now you can open your eyes. How did that feel for so many of you? Did you experience some healing and some releasing? Hmm, comforting, wow, blissful. Isn't it so incredible that that experience? I know that when I did this, I literally was like that little seven-year-old little girl. I was like, I was caressing her hair and I was just sobbing, you know, because I was like, I remember having, feeling like there was a presence around me through all that hard stuff. I remember thinking, feeling it, 
right? It felt like, you know, being told you're going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And, um, and so I want you to see that you, my sweet, sweet, precious, beautiful friends, it's going to be okay. Okay. And that starts with right now because the older version of us is waiting. It's just waiting for you to see the beauty that is, is destined to be uh, played out before you. So now what I want you to do, we're going to do a little, a little visualization here. So go ahead and close your eyes one more time. And I want you to stand in this circle. It's this big circle. And you're standing in the middle and you're looking around you and there are hundreds of doors that circle you. Every single door that circles you is a door into your best life or into a different, any kind of life that you can create, because we can all create. We can all create whatever life we choose in all areas of our lives, health, financial, career, relationship, spirituality, philanthropy, fun, experience. So each one of these doors is an opportunity for you. And what I want you to do is is, is I, tonight when you go to bed, I want you to imagine this visualization process and I want you to imagine going into your best life door for each of those areas I've mentioned to you. All right, so if you have a pen and paper, write those areas down again. You've got your career. What would the best door look like for you? When you open that door, what would it look like? How big would your business be? How many lives would you touch? What would it feel like? Who would you be? Walk through that door. For your health, how, how extraordinary would your health be? How active would you be? What would you look like? What would you feel like? What would you radiate? Okay, for your spiritual growth and your, your personal development, what would that door look like? What would your fun and experiences look like? What would your philanthropic and your giving back look like? What would your financial and wealth and abundance look like? What would your relationships look like? It's very important that we get super clear in visualizing what it is we want to manifest and what it is we want to create, all right? Because this is a powerful part of the manifestation process, which is what I'm teaching you today. That what we want to do is understand that you already have the power within you to create. We are all creators. Would everybody agree with that? We are all creators. We must be open to desiring what it is we want, which requires us to think. It means we need to really think. How many of you have a hard time visualizing? There have been times in my life I've had a hard time. I don't know what I want, right? Yeah. So the best way to solve this is to taste the buffet of other people's lives. This is where social media is really good. It can be great and it can be dangerous. Why can it be dangerous? Because people will compare their life to somebody else's. Don't do that. No longer. Everyone's got crap. They've all got stuff. 
No one's perfect. There's not one person I've ever met uh, who acts like they have it all together that has it. I don't even have it all together. Okay. I was just crying the other night in the shower, listening to Ram Dass, you know, like dealing with some of my own insecurities. I was like, Oh my gosh. You know? So listen, we all got, we all have something. We all have something. And so, but what you can do is taste the fruit of other people's lives, what they're experiencing. All right. And the good barometer for what it is you want is when you watch somebody else's life. Maybe you see a couple like I used to admire some of my friends uh, who had the most beautiful like connection, like husband and wife connection. Like I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're just I love how they flirt. I love the energy. I love they have fun and they travel and they, they just like they're best friends. And it's like deep conversations. And I'm like, I want that. I crave that. That's ah. And so, for example, I used to like hear that some of my friends would come to Maui and stay for a month or two. And I was like, I just realized today I used to be like, well, I want to go stay in Maui for a month or two. With the time that I wanted that experience, I literally had negative in my bank account. Okay. <laughs> And so it's so amazing to, to desire these different things. So watch what other people are doing and put that into your, um, into your desires, into, you know, get a little journal. I have this journal that I, 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 I put together and um, I found it right before one of my last moves. I had put it together and I put all these images in there of these things I wanted to do and the experiences I wanted to have. And, uh, and then I, I forgot about the journal. And you know, about five years later, I found the journal and I had attracted and had done everything in that journal, but except five things. Okay. And so that's why it's so important to have a vision board. You all hear about vision boards. How many of you have an updated vision board? Also having that, that journal to write the things that you want and desire into it. So if you have old vision boards, those are great. Put those away, but then create a new one. Have a vision board party. I love vision board parties. They're amazing, all right? So you can do that right now with friends around the globe. Just say, okay, everybody, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this, and we're gonna have a vision board party together, all right? And um, how much fun is that to do that? All right. So we are all manifesting all the time. It's important to know. It's important to have a roadmap. Other life, otherwise, our life's going to choose for us. So let's talk about magnetism. So gravity is a form of magnetism, right? But we also have an energetic pattern that can be measured. This pattern leads to the law of attraction. How many of you have heard law of attraction? Okay, so the vibration around us creates a tone, a tone that's in harmony with other frequencies, so it becomes an attractor pattern. How many of you just, you get around someone and you just like love them? They're just like, oh my God, I don't know why I love them, I just love them. And then you get around other people and you're like, oh my God, I just need to get away, get me out. This is energy, okay? And so just like you can't see the radio signals coming into your car or the television signals going into your television, energy is around us. It's everywhere. Would we all agree with this? Yes. We can't see it, but we know it's there. Okay, so, so have you ever thought about someone and then all of a sudden they call you? You're like, oh my God, coincidence. No, my friends, we are transmitting always energy, all right? 
And the more you get in touch with your center and who you are and your being, and you release all this other stuff, the negativity or the doubts and the fear and the worry and the shame and the blame and da 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 you're able to feel this more and you're able to pick up more. You're, that means you're also able to manifest and attract more. All right? So the energy of your thoughts are like a magnet. They pull people to you, just like a magnet. All right? Like energy attracts like energy. Birds of a feather flock together. Exactly. So what we want to do is we want to really, how many of you are having a hard time with this? Just raise your hand. Let me know if there's anyone that just struggles with this concept or belief. I think we're all evolved enough here, especially those of you that are on to understand that this is not something, this is true science now, right? We, we can prove this. So, so great. So we know that our energy creates and it destroys, right? So with that being said, we want to learn how to create consciously. This means that we have to take control of the steering wheel and be our own boss. Have you ever also wondered about like, you, you know, you, you pick up on other people's energy and then you're like, okay, I was feeling really great. And then I go into this room with these negative energies and then I feel like crap. Anybody have that happen? So I had a moment, I've just got to tell you, it was like last week, I had a really, uh, not a Christy moment. Can I just tell you right now? Like I was like in a, like I was having these feelings of like doubt or fear or insecurity. And I'm like, oh my God, what is, what is going on? And I, I was outside of my body, I felt like. And then I start, what we do is we start like pinpointing what's around us. Oh my gosh, what's around, what, what's causing this? What's going on here? What did I eat? What, did, you know, who's around me? That's what we start doing. Come to find out at the same time I was having this experience, this energetic experience, my mother and her husband were on their way to the hospital getting admitted for COVID. Okay. And my mom is in fear and freaking out and really stressed. And I'm as her daughter, of course, when you have a child, you're always energetically connected to people, especially mothers and fathers, okay? So it was so crazy to come, you know, to understand this, but it was also peaceful in knowing I wasn't losing my mind, <laughs> but that I was just truly picking up the vibration and the energy of the ones I love, all right? And I'll never forget, this also happened on a trip I went to Australia, and um, when my youngest son, he was like two or three, and I was on the plane <clears throat> and I had this fear of flying over the ocean. I mean, crazy fear of flying over the ocean. And here I was gonna fly over, stay for three weeks and, and work on building some business there. And on the plane, I just started crying, just sobbing and just like, oh my God, I'm gonna miss my kids. And, and I had this meltdown for a minute and then I landed and my ex-husband at the time calls, like had left me a message at the exact same time I was having a meltdown that my son fell and busted his nose open at the exact same time. All right, so these kind of patterns kept happening and I recognized, whoa, as a mother, I need to keep my stuff together, all right? Because I am affecting my children and the people that I love by my energy. So if that gives you any motivation to control your energy, um, it should. It should because our energy does impact in negative and positive ways. 
you know, don't put a time limit on what it is you want to manifest because sometimes we have to get the lessons. We have to get some negative things that happen that help us to evolve to become the person that's going to bring to you that which it is what you desire. All right. So, so embrace the lessons, embrace the challenge, embrace it. Just like, oh, okay, good. Got that one off the list. Let's get to the next lesson. Let's learn, let's learn from this. I'm becoming, I'm becoming, I'm becoming, I'm becoming the greatest version of myself. All right. You don't have to have big fancy titles to attract that which you want. Okay. Some of you think that you've got to, you know, have college degrees, but I'm going to tell you, these people didn't have college degrees or they were dropouts. Michael Dell, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Tony Robbins, Joel Osteen, the Wright brothers, Thomas Edison, Larry Page, Richard Branson, Ray Kroc, Steven Spielberg, Colonel Sanders, Ralph Lauren, Jack Dorsey, Scott Fitzgerald, John D. Rockefeller, Walt Disney, Oprah, George Washington, Abe Lincoln, Einstein, Henry Ford, Princess Diana, Nikola Tesla, Frank Lloyd Wright, Jim Rohn, Lan um, Malcolm X, Charles Dickens. None of them had college degrees. All right. So stop thinking you, you and, and there are many people that are success, successful that had college degrees. So that's not my point. My point is it doesn't matter how many degrees or titles or money or where you come from. Let's get rid of those stories because they aren't serving you and you're keeping you from your best life. What they had was desire and the commitment to change. They took control of their thoughts and they took control of their life. You, when you close the door of your mind to negative thoughts, the door of opportunity opens to you, Napoleon Hill. If you want more money, but your belief is you don't deserve to have abundance, then the belief will be your truth. You can do affirmations all day long, but it's not going to work. Okay, because you haven't neutralized the doubt. That's why I'm sharing these stories with you, because my goal is to neutralize those doubts and those fears and those beliefs that have held you hostage for way too long. We've got to get rid of those. Gratitude. Gratitude is so important. It's the fastest way to having what you want. Living every day in awe, in total gratitude. Just thank you. Thank you. My best friend and I are doing 30 days of gratitude every right now. So we just wake up and we're like, oh, what am I, what can I be grateful for? I'm so grateful for the toilet seat. I'm so grateful for the air. I'm so grateful for the fork that's going into my mouth. Okay. It will change your life. Lynn Grabhorn says, if we could shoot appreciation at anything and everything all day long, we would be guaranteed to have heaven on earth in no time, living happily ever after with more friends, more money, more beautiful relationships and total safety and closer to the God of our being than it's possible to fathom. And lastly, detach from your outcome. You cannot put a time on manifesting what it is you want. You can't say how. That is not your job. That's the creator's job. You desire it. You create positive energy, get into the flow. And listen, some of you are hanging around with some negative people who are in low vibrations. Some of you are even sleeping with some of them. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not telling you not to sleep with them anymore, but maybe you just need to help raise the vibe a little bit, okay? Start dancing, singing, whatever, to get the vibe changed. Because this does affect us. All right, so you really have to protect your energy. You have to guard your energy. Listen, I don't have time and I will not tolerate anymore anyone that's negative in my vibration. Like sometimes that means I have to, I get to handle lessons with people I love. That's different than dealing with just toxic negative energy or people that are down. 
that are totally Debbie Downers all the time. That's not what I'm going for. And we need to protect our space. So detach it from the outcome. Trust it's coming. Believe it's coming. It is coming. I don't know when. Might be 20 years from now, but it's coming. How great if your dream comes and if you comes in this lifetime, when it comes, because it will. We have to be consistent in our thoughts. We have to be consistent in our daily intentions. We have to be consistent in our love and vibrating at that frequency. If you wake up in the morning and you, you just ignore anything I said and you just have a reaction and you continue to react, now we're always going to have reactions, but respond differently. Recognize, be aware where you're at and change your state. All right, focus on gratitude, focus on love, do an act of service. These things in consistent activity, when you're consistent every day, it's going to change. It's going to change and you're going to create the most beautiful life. Don't you want to, don't you just want to be at peace? Don't you just want to feel love and happiness? I mean, let's be honest. The extrinsic stuff is never going to make us happy. That's not going to sustain us. It might give you some more, you know, enjoyment, you know, but true peace is like, you can do go through anything and you're like, you know what? I'm just happy. I just, I'm just happy to be alive. So the happiest people I've ever met were in third world countries. They are happier than any but American I know, and they had nothing. All right. So let's stop chasing the things that you think is going to fulfill you. Let's start chasing that which you're designed to be and who you are in your essence. And that is love. And when you are in love, listen, uh, the abundance will pour into your life without question. Thanks so much for listening to Lead with Love podcast. Don't forget you can find all our recordings on YouTube and anywhere you subscribe to podcasts. We'll see you next time.